So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 71 for September 11th, 2016. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth and with me this week we have Jerry Corcoran, also known as Parallax Abstraction. Yellow. We also have Andrew Aroa McFain. I am here. And uh, what games have you been playing this week, Andrew? I um, call you Andrew. I never call you Andrew. Yeah, I know. That's weird. Um, I actually have been playing Phoenix Wright. uh, I think it's Dual Destinies a lot this week. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I the demo for the newest Phoenix Wright game came out, and it after playing it, it reminded me, oh yeah, I like Phoenix Wright. So, (laughs) oh yeah, I I forgot about that. I bought Dual Destinies back whenever I first got my uh, my 3ds. So. I've been playing through that. Is that it? That's everything? Uh oh yeah, we played the battlefield beta, didn't we? Yeah, that kind of um I wasn't very impressed. Uh, I think it's I think it's different. I think, I, wa- I, I think it's well done. I just I don't know. I I never really liked Battlefield that much and a lot of the time we were just spawning and then instantly dying. Well, that's Battlefield. I mean <laughs> That's true. You, you, you kind of if you if you don't like Battlefield, it's definitely not going to change your mind. But right, I, I think it's definitely fresh. So yeah. yeah, and the flight controls are still as wonky as ever. You, well, actually, I didn't try them. So oh, you didn't? I did a little bit, and there are a few a few cool things like uh, John got into a plane and then a sta- sandstorm started, and so he flew right into the ground. Oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely still has the battlefield moments in spite of being in World War One. Right, right. And what have you been playing, uh, Jerry Corcoran? Um. Well, we played. We also played a pile of the battlefield beta. We had a land party at work last week, so we played a whole bunch of that. I, I, we actually enjoyed it a fair bit, but we had. Uh, like a larger team there as well so it's a little you know when you have a large group of people you're playing with and can talk to easily it's probably you know a little bit better that's like most battlefield games i guess most most um, games in general yeah yeah for sure so i mean i'll probably buy it just because a bunch of guys from my work will play it uh, otherwise i might not have but uh yeah so well i did uh, <laughs> i've done a whole bunch of stuff for my uh channel this past week um i did i won't talk about any of them too much but i did pxa peaks of red out which is a modern i think or i might have talked about that last week i can't remember but it's basically a modern um version of like say wipeout or f-zero or something like that on pc done by a small italian developer uh and it's really friggin' good that's one of the first developers who's attempted to imitate those games who's actually got it right i think 
Um, it's a little expensive. It's like $30 on PC, I think, but it has a ton of content in it and it, uh, it runs really well and it's got VR support as well. We, uh, we built using our sort of team, um, building like our, we have what's called a team fund at work which is like a, an amount of money that our our service desk group is allowed to spend on events and stuff and we had a big build up of it so we actually built uh, a gaming rig to use in the office and the owner surprised us with an HTC Vive to go with it um, oh, that's nice. when it showed up yeah it was pretty rad so we've been uh, playing we've been screwing around with that all week and Redout actually has full VR support uh, which I wondered how well it would work, but uh, considering how fast it is, but uh, it actually works really, really well uh, in VR. So it's 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 pretty great. If you like that kind of anti-grav racing game, it's a new one and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, I played that. I played another game uh, that really surprised me called Tadpole Treble, which is a like a it's kind of a cutesy title, but it's an indie developed. It's a rhythm game. Um, developed by two brothers basically it's on the pc and the wii u which is a bit of a weird combination um it was a kickstarter game and uh yeah it's a it's a rhythm game that's both challenging and fun and it's it's extremely cute but in a sort of endearing way not in a Ugh, it's just trying too hard kind of way um it's pretty short but it's like ten dollars i think and um i enjoyed that a lot too it's but and i'm someone who's bad at rhythm games but still likes them for some reason so uh, it was good for that and then the one that really surprised me this week is I, I ended up playing a game called Halcyon 6 that just came out of early access. And it's it was a very successful Kickstarter. It's from a team in Canada here, actually. But I never, I'd never heard of it until it was just about to come out. And uh, it's pretty awesome. It's basically like if you took parts of Master of Orion 2 and Star Control 2 and mashed them up and then had all the space battle encounters play kind of like JRPG combat. Um, you have to sort of see the video I did on it to understand, but uh, basically as someone for whom Master of Orion 2 and Star Control 2 are two of my favorite games ever, um, that uh, was another really pleasant surprise. I've already put more time into it, and I'm probably going to finish it. it and is, and uh, where, where can we find that video? Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash pxabstraction, you can find all the stuff I've put up. I've done a lot of PXA peaks lately. I've been trying to catch up on my backlog. So the all these videos are up there. And uh, the Halcyon 6 video is long. It's over 40 minutes because there's a lot to talk about with that game. But uh, it is uh, it is really, really good. I've been really impressed with it. Um, the only other thing is I did a Let's Play of Mother Russia Bleeds this week, which is the new super ultra violent pixel art brawler that's come out from devolver digital um the let's play is only two episodes because to do one run of it takes less than four hours uh it's i've i highly been anticipating that game because i still love brawlers and we don't get too many of them anymore this one does some neat things but it's deviate it doesn't deviate enough from the sort of old tired formula that's why the genre is worn out and there's not a lot of moves in it, which I was hoping for, and it's not very difficult until you get to the last boss, in which case it becomes incredibly cheap. Uh, I think the second episode of my of the two videos I did on it was two hours long, and probably half of that was me trying to beat the last boss. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I saw, it's, it's I saw not, some of it, yeah. It's not very expensive. It's 15 bucks, and you can play it local co-op. There's an arena mode in it, like an endless wave mode. Uh, and the interesting thing about it is that if you want to play it co-op but don't have a friend, it will actually, you can actually add an AI partner. 
uh, which you don't see in a lot of games. And the AI partner is reasonably smart, um, but it looks like the difficulty doesn't scale. So I tried to do my run on my series without an AI partner, and apparently that's why the final boss was so much harder. Um, so that's kind of weak, but it, it's good. I enjoyed it, but it's I was hoping they would have iterated on the formula a little more than they did. But, you know, it's still a brawler in 2016, so I'm, I'm still very glad I played it. Yeah, I saw but, some uh, of it. It looked fun, but I yeah. probably would get bored of it after about an hour. Usually, yeah, and it is gory as hell, which is one thing I they didn't pull any punches on that, which I, you know, kind of respect, but it is Devolver as well, and Devolver does not give a fuck. They never really have. So right. uh that's pretty cool. And yeah, other than that, I put another big chunk into Deus Ex Mankind Divided today and yesterday. It uh and I think I'm near the end of it, but we shall I not even beat it yet, but I might yeah. this evening. Yeah, I will. So yeah, I played a bunch of stuff, anything, but it was a, it was a good week. Everything I played this week I really liked. So, that's a pleasant surprise. Right. I uh that's that's you that's un, unusual because usually when you get review codes they're not always the best games uh some of them yeah i've been lucky but some are yeah mm. i have been playing uh i played a little bit of the battlefield one beta with aroa and then i played from final fantasy 14 and also yeah. i've been playing some uh some more 20xx is a good game to just sit down you know play a round of and then call it good for a little bit and you did your own video on that, I saw. I I did my. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, I I've I got through. It's actually still queued up on my other monitor. I got through half of it, and then I had to go do something, so I have to finish it. Oh, okay, because I do take a jab at you at the end. I heard that. Yeah, I'm I'm anxious <laughs> to see that. <laughs> um, the fact that you beat it and I haven't is a jab unto itself. That so. that's ba that's the whole jab, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I I took a screenshot of my stream when I was doing it, or after I had beat it, and mm -hmm. I didn't mean to, but if like I have my webcam on in my stream, so it's part my webcam is on at part of it, and it's you can see I just kind of have like a smug look in my face as I'm like leaning back. <laughs> It's great. Nice. I, I like I like that part. Anyway, so so now that you've beaten it, though, are you planning to uh, like? Is it something you'd still go back to and do future runs of, or do you feel now that you've beaten it, you're kind of like, eh, I'll wait till it's out now and has like the final boss and stuff? Yeah, I'm. I've just beat the normal run, and I st I find myself. I've gone back to it. I beat it a couple more times, uh, mm -hmm. and then I've also done the daily challenge on that, mm -hmm. and I beat the daily challenge. The, I haven't done the weekly challenge because they do have those skulls and that makes it a yeah. bit hard. Like the 150% move speed and everything, that makes it a lot harder. Definitely. Uh, where everything's 150% uh, faster, basically. Yeah, that yes. makes that makes it a lot harder. And then they have like toxin, which means if you get to the point where you run out of time for the bonus, then you start dying. Oh, wow. That's so, rough. Yeah, you got to go through it pretty quick, which I'm able to get the bonus like 99% of the time. So, yeah, me too. And once you learn the bosses, like there's a few things that you can do and I mentioned in the in the review. I didn't really show it off, but I did mention in the review that you can um use your abilities to interact with the environment. Like if you use your ice attack and you hit the fire turrets, then it will freeze up the fire turrets so they won't shoot fire at you anymore. And then okay. those shockwave, like you've been on the levels with the the beams of light, basically. Yeah. 
Um, if you use the shockwave ability from Vile Visage on that, uh, it'll actually disable those. Okay, so it's so there's advantages to using some of the boss weapons. Like the thing with Mega Man was not necessarily in every level, but in most cases, the boss weapons were useful against certain other bosses, but not always so much in the levels themselves. But I guess you get sort of both on this one. Yeah, there were a few things. I I know in Mega Man One, you could if you beat Guts Man first, then when you went into another level you could move the blocks over um, in a certain spot and then get like a, a one of the energy capsules or something. So you get extra, That's right. you get extra stuff somewhat, but it's not, uh, it does, you don't really interact with the environment. There aren't any like obstacles that are easier to get by with, with the moves that you get. I mean, you, you can kind of create your own. I think, in, I think in Mega Man 2, you, Maybe it was fire, the fire stage. If you went through and did one of the other stages first, you could flash. Make it to the, yeah, flash yeah. man. So, uh, yeah, that you're right, actually. So, uh, I'm interrupting you, but there's a part where you have to run really fast through the beams of light, basically, and they're as they're closing in. And if you use Flashman's ability, which freezes everything for a specific amount of time, that would make that a lot easier because you could just run right through it. Yeah, so I mean, Mega Man, Mega Man's done some stuff like that, but just going off of what I saw from that video, it looks like that they put a lot more effort into it than any of the Mega Mans I've played, at least. Oh yeah, um, this... other than maybe like X, X did a lot of crazy stuff. That but... basically, that's what Twenty XX is. It's it's Mega Man X, yeah. and and I'm totally fine with that because Mega Man's great. So indeed. Anyway, let's move on. We have a lot of stuff to cover this week. We have there was a sony press conference and there was a apple press conference so we're gonna talk about the consoles first so we do have mm -hmm. one xbox story just that i find i found funny but let's go over some of the playstation 4 news that's coming up Play the playstation 4 pro will release on november 10th for 399 dollars yep. and let's uh, apparently from what i understand it's just a 4K machine. It's not even. No, it's it's not. It's but that what they've said is that in order to take advantage of what it's really offering, um, if you don't have a 4K TV, it's probably not worth it. So pretty much same thing what they said about the Xbox. Uh, yeah, like it's gonna add. One of the neat things is it has HDR capability, which is basically a, a much wider color scheme. Uh, apparently, they're going to patch that into existing PS4s. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but uh, that's what it's, they say. It's yeah. just part of the HD. Uh, it's part of the HDMI controller. Oh, um, okay. There were so actually, they can firmware update it basically. Yeah, there were there were rumblings back whenever the PS4 first came out that um, the HDMI controller had like it had basically like a beta form of the standard that allowed for hdr and 4k but I it see. wasn't it, it wasn't finalized at the time uh so chances are they just they left that that part open so that they could patch it in once that it once everything was finalized that's cool i mean i'm glad it's cool they did that it's cool they're giving ps4 like original owners you know some element of this for free i think that's kind of cool but uh and yeah, it will output 4K. Um, the specs on this thing are basically, it's just an upgraded higher clock version of the AMD Jaguar core that's in the current 
uh, PS4, I think it's about 30 to 40% faster. Um, so there's going to be very few games that will actually output in 4K, probably only lower intensity indie games, but they're using, uh, what do they call it, a something or other checkerboard techniques to basically upscale it's possible that y it will be able to take existing games that are in 1080 and upscale them to 4K, so they'll exactly they could look better, but they won't look true 4K. It's kind of like a half step. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's that's what's going to happen in yeah. probably every situation. Honestly, I would imagine because even a GTX 1080 on a PC, which still buries even the new PS4, like that can only do 4K in very specific circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with even with two 1080s, you're not going to do a lot of AAA games at. 4K. We're just not into 4K yet. Like we're not there no. yet. We exactly. Probably give. I I would say give it, not this next generation of cards. So the 11 series, but the generation after will probably be able to do 4K on a single card at 60 frames a second. I can Likely. see that. Yeah, uh, because the next generation, I think, will be close. And it like the high, high-end cards, like maybe the next Titan might be able to do it. But it, it's a serious leap because even with a It's literally four times 1080p. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a 400% increase. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one weird thing is... <laughs> And this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can't watch 4K Blu-rays. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> the Xbox here, wild. the Xbox One S, not even the Scorpio, the Xbox One S that's already out has a 4K Blu-ray drive in it. The PS4 Pro doesn't. Like, yeah. I get it. Probably is a cost thing, but seriously, you're pitching this thing as a 4K box, and it can only do 4K streaming. Like, really? And yeah. this from the company that has the majority stake in the Blu-ray format too. Well, yeah, like, they, they they own the Blu-ray format, like them and eleven well, other companies. A consortium that owns it, but Sony's yeah. like the biggest part of said consortium, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's it's them and eleven other co uh, companies, I think. But yeah, I'm but Sony sure kind of spearheaded and led the charge with it, so it is it is still a little it is a little ridiculous that yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, I mean, I bought we bought a brand new 60 inch 1080p set uh, about a year and a half ago, and yeah, I I have no burning desire to replace that anytime soon with a 4K set. And everything that I've heard is that if you don't have 4K, you might as well not bother with this with the PS4 Pro. So yeah, I mean, we'll see when it comes out, but it seems like a weird step because it seems like Sony. Because Microsoft's doing this too. They're both trying to charge into the 4K generation, but Microsoft's not doing it for another year. And the Scorpio is going to be arguably quite a bit more powerful than the PS4 Pro. And it kind of feels like Sony's, and it's probably because Sony has a TV business they're desperately trying to make money on too. But it seems like Sony's jumping into this maybe earlier than people are ready for just so that they can try to get some 4K TVs sold. And I really wonder how well that's going to work out for them. Now, this is very anecdotal, but I don't know anyone with a 4K TV. I know oh. my girlfriend's friend has one, and it was all, but it was only because she bought it on like a crazy Black Friday sale and she paid like next to nothing for it compared to a 1080 version. Oh, but that's okay. the only reason she has one. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Aurora? You said you know somebody? Uh, yeah, I know like two people. And. Like that's it, and one of them, one of them just has a lot of money, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Like, oh, tell him to buy me a 4K TV. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, use it. I, I honestly 
just personally don't see the value in no. 4K. I mean, I was I was also one of the people that was like, I don't get it. Like my Square TV looks just as good as a 1080 TV. <laughs> but that was that was back whenever you know HD TVs were were basically just stretching out you know, four, three resolution content anyway, right, which is yeah. all that a lot of, you know, so-called 4k content you're going to get. That's what, that's what it's going to be, especially in terms of gaming. It's going to be 1080p content that they've just either upscaled or just straight up stretched out to be 4k. Like thankfully at get... least, at least it's the same re- uh, aspect ratio. Yeah. So I mean, you, you're get, You're going to get like Netflix content, Probably, I, I think Netflix does 4K streaming, right? They they do for some content, yeah. Yeah, and you know YouTube has a very limited amount of 4K content, but um, I mean, other than that, I, I mean, mm. I also I don't know anybody who really watches Blu-rays to be honest, but I know that there's a market out there for that. But yeah. I'm sure that a lot of the people, a lot of the people that are going to want to watch Blu-rays on their fancy TV probably are just going to have a blu-ray player anyway like if they actually care about that otherwise i i don't even see i don't even see the value for for most people in in right having something yeah. that its big marketing point is 4k and hdr which is the most like i i don't know how you guys feel about it but i feel like it's the most jokingly non-feature that i've seen uh since 3d it's been interesting i I listened to a few podcasts with people who were actually at the Sony event because apparently because they were just streaming the event in 1080, almost all of this is the dumb thing. Almost all of the enhancements that they showed, you couldn't tell over the stream. You could only tell oh, yeah. in person. I have little and, doubt, but I still know what HDR is. And I just they, don't. They claimed, I know the giant bomb guys who went and saw it said they could see a very noticeable difference with HDR and non-HDR. And it looked, they said it said it looked really good, but they said also they were watching it on what were probably ten thousand dollar televisions. Oh yeah, and yeah. they said that because HDR is not even a hundred percent finalized yet. Like right now, the only there are a lot of TVs out there right now that have HDR capable on them, but only the really high end ones can truly take advantage of it. So if you don't have one of those really nice TVs then you might not even notice it that much. Apparently, if you've got a screen that can utilize it, the expanded color palette is very impressive, but that's not within the realm of what most people will be able to afford when this thing comes out. So So, that's why I said it kind of feels like they're jumping into this a little early. One thing I I did like was after the conference, I think Phil Spencer went on, or maybe it was uh, uh, Guru Larry, they had posted Phil on Phil Spencer's the an Xbox guy. Well, yeah, but Guru Larry does a lot of Xbox stuff too. Yeah. Um he's a mark he's a like a PR guy. One of them had gone on to you're, Twitter. You're thinking you're thinking of a very different person. Am I? Guru Larry is a guy off of that guy with the glasses. You're right. Uh you're thinking, thinking of Larry Herb. Thinking of, yeah, Larry, Larry Herb, Major Nelson, yeah. Major okay. Nelson. I don't know why I was they whatever. So Guru Larry <laughs> is the guy, but anyway, uh, Major Nelson. Sorry about that. Wow, that was a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they had put one of them had posted on Twitter saying, "If you want to watch 4K movies, all you have to do is buy the Xbox, uh, the Xbox One S right now." Yep, <laughs> and 
I so mean, I they like, that's funny. handed them that one. They really oh, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like in uh, when the Xbox One and PS4 were announced and the PS4, the Sony was like, they made a little commercial. It was like, this is how you uh, share games with Here's the how you share games on PS4. <laughs> oh, those were so good. And then he like hands on the games like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and, and, and that's the thing. And. I want, you know, I guess Sony must have done the math and just decided, yeah, that what's going to sell this thing is for, you know, 4K gaming as opposed to 4K Blu-rays. But uh, I don't know. It's it seems weird. I will be very curious because it's coming out, you know, because it's coming out alongside the existing PS4. It's not replacing it. And they're also they've also mandated that you can't make any games exclusive to the pro right now. So everything will still be available to the old ones. I wonder at the same time, it's only a hundred dollars more, which compare, you know, compared to what it could have been is not that much. So yeah, maybe people who haven't bought in yet will just be like, well, I'll just get the better one. But well, that's, uh, and that's I, wonder, what I, was I really wonder how well it's going to do. That's what I was thinking is that I don't have a PlayStation four yet. And yeah. so I was thinking maybe I'll just get the PlayStation four pro. It's only a hundred dollars more, but if the, uh, there's another story we have to talk about in just a minute, but if, you know, the original PlayStation 4 is, you know, $200, then I might just pick up that one. Exactly. So, so it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm very curious. I think my, it feels to me like in terms of when you look at how 4K is being adopted, I think Microsoft's in the better position waiting a year uh, to do this before Sony does. But, uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens. But like I said, it feels like Sony's maybe jumping the gun a little bit here with this one. Right, that's that's very possible. But let's move on and stop See. playing Stardew Valley, Aroa. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, play, Sony has also confirmed the PlayStation 4 Slim, and it's out uh, this week, actually. Yep. So it's going to yep. be two ninety nine, and it's at least with the Xbox One S, there were differences. Like they made it a little bit more powerful, and they added the four K upscaling or whatever. And now the the PlayStation 4 Slim is essentially the same thing as the original PlayStation 4. Yeah, like, supposedly it's got a little bit more power here and there for specific things, but much like the Xbox One S, it doesn't really factor in. It's just, it's smaller, it's, you know, it's cooler, it's quieter, it probably costs less to make. And it That's basically comes all with, it is. It comes with the same hard, it came with a 500 gig hard drive too. Oh wait, really? Yeah. They didn't even upgrade it to a terabyte? No. The Pro will have a terabyte. Yeah. There the... is there is no way that they save that much money. There's no, no not way. Not when you're buying in bulk like that. The difference in cost between a 500 gig and a terabyte now is dollars at best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't even buy like in my local computer store here, you can't even buy 500 gigs anymore off off the the shelf unless you're buying from like Dell or HP or something. The smallest you can buy is a terabyte. Yeah, if that's a mechanical drive. Like Yeah. At, at yeah. least with I, with I the, don't get it. Now with the original PlayStation 4, you could swap out the hard drive for a better one, couldn't you? And yeah. apparently you can still do that on the Slim. No one's confirmed if you can do that on the Pro, but I can't see them taking that away. Yeah, yeah and, no, that's, and, that was a thing that they put in with the PS3. And also, let's go back here. Um, they always use like 5,400 RPM drives. Yeah. 
the fuck? Drives me up the fucking wall that anyone still uses those. At, but, yeah. at, le- at the very least, you have to use a 7200. Yeah. That means nothing to and, some yeah. people. Some people who are listening might think that means nothing to them, but trust me, you notice the it difference. It adds up. It yeah, adds yeah. up. Absolutely. Like, you know, if uh, yeah, it may, on your average load time, it may only save a second or two, but you add that second or two up over 10 hours of gameplay and it suddenly adds up to real time out of your day. <laughs> right. It's, and, you know. I mean, it's it probably helps a lot with the fact that you know the system is is constantly writing to disk with because uh, it's doing the you're saving video constantly oh, and all yeah. That. yeah honestly so, this is probably the uh the xbox or xbox playstation 4 that i'm gonna get is the slim the slim yeah yeah if cause... you're if you're gonna get one i would i would definitely agree on that, that yeah it's yeah. either it's either gonna be this one or if they if they make the original ps4 Two hundred dollars. Then I'm going to grab that. You one. might find one of those real cheap as they try to clear them out. Right. That that could be the case. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I would have to buy a new hard drive and upgrade it. And well, sort of. I mean, the nice thing is, at least, is that like I still have the 500 gig in my PS4, and it has occasionally run out of space. But usually, I just delete like a re, you know a, a big retail game that I haven't played re- recently, and it frees it up. But right. it has a built-in backup function, so you can actually very easily migrate all your stuff to another drive if you choose to upgrade it later. I've I thought once or twice about upgrading mine, but then I just delete a couple things, and I'm like, eh, it's still fine. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing like on the original. PS3, where you had like a 60 gig hard drive. Or the original Xbox 360 that had a 20 gig hard drive. 20 gig. Yeah. So did so did a lot. So did the cheaper PS3 as well at launch. Yeah. Speaking of that, I have the original Xbox, and I found out that the one that I got that is modded that has like an additional hard, like a new hard drive in it and everything, the Mm -hmm. disc drive doesn't work. Oh yeah, that's that's oh the optical drive is shot. Yeah, the something's wrong with it. So I've got to replace that. But I mean, you either got to replace it or just you know any games you want to play, just get rips and FTP them straight to the hard drive. Yeah, that's that's, that's what true. I would recommend because <laughs> I don't know for sure, but they might lock the disc drive to the board too. Um, no, I believe you can no, swap they, it out. It just it has to be an it has to be a DVD oh, drive be, out of an Xbox out of an it, Xbox because they have custom firmware. Be, yeah, I bet it, it might also have to be the same model of disk drive. Yeah, that's what it, I was. That's what I understood because uh, they did yes, come out with it. they did come out with different model Xbox like original Xboxes. But yeah, some of like, them had I think it was Samsung drives, and some of them had I think it was Light On drives. Uh, yeah, and, and, well, I know I know Light On was in the in the 360 because they, I, the the reason I thought that they might have locked the drive to the board was they did that with the 360. Oh, and okay. I, I yes, killed a couple of 360s in the process of doing that. Oh, good job, good job. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably yeah. just. But if you research that, there'd be tons of info out there about that. I'm sure you could find a one-off on eBay out of a junker or something for nothing. Uh, There's a website I go to called Stone Age Gamer that sells them. Uh, Yeah. All right. uh, And they might have, I I think, I know that last year when I went to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, uh, the people from Retro USB were, were there. And I think maybe Stone Age Gamer was there, but I'm not sure. So I might be able to stop by one of their booths and see if they have anything. Or I could okay. just, you know, FTP it over and that 
all that matters really. that too yeah. but it's nice to have a one that's you know fully working in every way too so right because what if i want to watch uh dvds exactly i mean <laughs> you know or just play it just play a disc game and you know it's proper pure form the way it went it was meant to be played the, yeah the way i want yeah right anyway let's move <laughs> on uh, here's here's my favorite my favorite marketing term that they've come up with PlayStation 4 games are compatible with PlayStation 4 Pro via Ford compatibility. Fuck you. <laughs> Forward compat fucking ugh. It's it's backwards compatibility. That's all it is. <sighs> yes. Well, it's it's yeah. It's it's basically games coming out for the pro will still work with the old one. Technically, it's a legit, you know, it's it's an accurate term, but also fuck you. It's <laughs> just just say they're gonna work there. It's like when when they did that with the Xbox One, you didn't hear them with the Xbox One S came out. You weren't they're like, oh, it's Ford compatibility, guys. That's why it's working so well. Like no, um. they're like, it's gonna it's the same fucking thing. It's gonna work. It just does 4K. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, and all your other stuff will work with it. Done. Really, they need more cursing at press conferences. Yeah, I agree. Like, Make them seem more human. Yeah, it's like it was fucking like awesome. You should probably buy this. Be more like the Timo guy. He goes like, "Other carriers are fucking you. We don't <laughs> fuck you. We don't give a yeah. They are literally raping you." Like he said that. <laughs> Oh, man. He's a uh, madman. I I love him though. Like if <laughs> if they had better coverage, I would totally be on T-Mobile. Oh yeah, that coverage is yeah. shit though. So comparatively, yeah, compared to AT and T or Verizon, there it's pretty bad. But if if I knew that it would work well in my area or any place that I normally go, then eh, I if if I got a good deal on it, I would totally use T-Mobile. There are some quirks about them that i don't like but that's that's not on a consumer side that's all on a uh i worked for a phone company side so yeah and uh so are are either of you gonna get the pro or the s nope all right probably not Uh, unless stuff comes out unless something comes out for the pro after its launch that makes a really compelling case or i happen to upgrade my television for some reason um yeah i know it's I, and the slim i don't care about it's not like right. my the current ps4 is not that big <laughs> right that's what yeah. i was thinking it's like that's not it's quite a bit smaller it's not than a the huge box like it's it's the, like it's the size like i have one of the playstation 3 uh the new ones the ones that has like the sliding top yeah and on my desk right now the ps4 is literally sitting on top of it and it's the same height and only goes back about two inches further than it does so i mean yeah, I, I I don't see the point. Yeah, I yeah. will probably. I'm still thinking about which one I'm gonna get. Uh, I will not be getting uh, Fallout Four for either of them, no matter which one I get them. Whether it'll be the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four, uh, but definitely not the PlayStation Four because mods aren't coming to the PlayStation Four version. Look at yeah, look at this guy. What the hell guy. is that about? Look at this guy actually like doing a transition for once. Yeah, one t- one time out of seventy one episodes, Segway. I'm starting. I'm starting to get it. Segways in art form. Yeah. Uh, after months of discussion with Sony, we regret to say that while we have been 
Long been ready to offer mod support on PlayStation 4, Sony has informed us that they will not approve user mods the way they should work, where users can do anything they want for either Fallout 4 or Skyrim Special Edition. I find that I find that very odd because that's unless it would just require too much modification of the PlayStation network back end, that just seems like Sony handing yet another I don't know how much console players actually give that much of a shit about mods, but it feels like yet another thing Microsoft can say they do that Sony doesn't. Well, and you, you can, uh, uh, there might be some reason for it. Like, the, there's going to be mods and they're going to take up space on whatever system they do on the back end. I can't imagine that it's going to take up that much space on their network. But you'll have to think that they like selling stuff. So, I, yeah. And I think Bethesda does the hosting for the mods because Oh, really? Uh yeah, they've they've done um they 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 started this weird thing where I think they're trying to uh kind of cut off the the Steam Workshop on PC with this and also like Skyrim Nexus and whatnot. Um because now they have the in mod in-game mod manager that loads everything from Bethesda's side. So I wonder uh, if they're, from they Bethesda. have this... .net or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. Um, if anything, I would see it as it might be even a limitation of the way that the PS4 system is, is designed since um, Microsoft uses just a modified version of windows for the Xbox one. It may have just been really easy for them to implement, you know, mods, on there without breaking their security structure and i wonder if... that was what i was going to say is i was wondering if they're worried about people creating mods that'll use you know make exploits that could make the ps4 hackable yeah, yeah I was because thinking that too. they they use uh i think it's it's either free bsd or open bsd for yeah the ps4 it is B and, it is bsd and it's it's i'm sure it's a very different thing and it may just be that sony doesn't want to risk it because leaving things open for people to practically run arbitrary code on their console is what screwed them over in the first place. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they announced this week too, or they didn't, but somebody did. They've actually announced that the Vita has now been broken open. Oh, did it? Oh, finally. Yeah. Someone, nice. someone created a, found an exploit that I don't know if Sony will be able to patch it out or not. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are far less concerned about the Vita than the PS4, obviously, but still it's uh I, yeah, I maybe maybe that's why is they're just concerned that they won't be able to to secure it uh, secure it properly. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, if... I, think, I think the last like eight patches for the Vita have all been like they they they've been like reliability patches, which literally just translates to somebody found a found an exploit and we're patching it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wonder if the PlayStation TV is broken open. Oh, it is. I mean, that's a Vita underneath, right? So yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, that's the only one I have is a PlayStation TV. So yeah, ex exploits that run on the Vita, I believe, run the exact same as they do on the PS TV. Yeah, um, I there, really there like... may be there may be like one or two like ones that don't, but uh, I really I like the the PlayStation TV, but it died pretty fucking fast. Like... Oh yeah, no one cared about that thing. I still want to pick one up at some point because I, one of these days, I want to play Persona Four Golden, and like that's gonna be the way to do it is through yeah. that thing. It's I should have bought one when they were like you know clearing them out for thirty bucks, but I'm sure I could still find a cheap one somewhere. Oh yeah, because yeah. I I want to get the new Project Eva game, 
but it's like I would like to be able to play it on my Vita, but I'd like to be able to play it on my TV too. Yeah. And for some mm. reason, they don't do cross buy on the Project Eva games. Really? Even though they're yeah, they're the mm. same. They're the exact same games, but you have to pay ninety dollars if you want it on both consoles. That's dumb. Some you know, kind of dumb licensing thing, I'm sure. So it was almost almost another good segue, but uh, then I read the update, which is sad. So another thing that Xbox One was going to be able to do, which the PlayStation 4 couldn't do, was Nintendo games. But then sadly, that was taken away. What a yeah. surprise. <laughs> but so, it's, so- it looks like, though, interestingly enough, according to this article, Microsoft is still... I guess basically somebody was writing an NES emulator and he submitted it to both the Xbox One and the Windows Store. And it looks like Microsoft told them to take it off Xbox, but they are still going to allow it on Windows Store. Well, uh, it says, which it is says, interesting. It says to me, it says Microsoft has pulled the app from the Windows Store and denied release on the Xbox One. Oh, I thought it said so. something about they were going to recertify for, for Windows or something. Uh, the creator of the app oh, yeah, stated yeah, on Twitter that Microsoft wants him to remove the Xbox One functionality and submit the app for recertification on Windows 10. Okay, so it's coming to one thing at least, but uh, I wonder if they were just, if there was something that had them worried about maybe getting a... I don't know, some kind of lawsuit or something from from Nintendo or some kind of copyright thing for allowing it on Xbox One. I, but I was uh, really or hoping, they just are. Yeah, sorry. I was really hoping it would be on the Xbox One for like a day or two so we could snatch it and go grab it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like PT, download it and never replace your hard drive. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the thing is, if this guy. If if he was like hosting it like open source so on like github or something you'd be able to just download the source build it and run it on your xbox if you really wanted to oh that's true yeah yeah because like that was something that whenever they whenever they finally went yep you can you can use any xbox as a as a dev unit i was like well that opens up that possibility yeah that now like if you do want to run emulators on your xbox it's going to be kind of a pain in the ass but you can do it you probably have to do it via flash drive or something. Wait, um, actually, I think it does it over a network. I'm not 100 percent sure how it how it does it. Oh, but okay. um, I, I think you have to connect to the Xboxes as the dev unit, and then you do something in Visual Studio that pushes the uh, compiled dev package over. Oh, okay. Um, but in any case, like it, you know that that does open that possibility if people are willing to do it. But at the same time. I don't know of any kind of uh, iPhone or iOS community that has a bunch of like open source homebrew things that, you know, to avoid paying for the dev license, you can just compile your own code and run it on, on your phone. Cause you, you can do that now. They, they did that in like iOS nine, I think oh. you can run. Yeah. Can, they have like a dev sandbox or something. You can, you can uh, run code on your iPhone um, without having to pay for the, the dev fee, basically. Oh, okay. And previously, you had to pay for the dev fee to be able to actually run it on a live phone. Otherwise, you had to use the emulator. Yeah. Interesting. Which the uh, the iPhone people, uh, Apple, I guess they're called? Uh, <laughs> Something like that. They, they recently had a conference. We should probably talk about that a little bit. 
If we oh, have yeah. to, I guess. Yeah, if we have to. iPhone 7. Back and... bumps. Yeah. iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. Um, <laughs> they got rid of the 3.5 millimeter jack. I know that's basically it. That's, that's yeah, that's they... the big deal. That's the big news. And and you know what? I know I, I totally get why it's big news and why people don't like it. Uh, so there are. But, so, yeah. so I right before I we started this, I went to Facebook and saw that we that they have the um those pay things that you get from different companies where you uh the the square or whatever where you know, oh yeah the little yeah yeah yeah, yeah you own like a yeah, mom i have one of those yeah you own like a little mom and pop thing and you have somebody run their card and yep. and I'm, pre- I'm presuming you use it for your clients yeah, I, funny enough, I've only ever used it once. Almost everybody gives me checks, but oh. I have it, so I'm like, yep, I can take a credit card if you want. <laughs> now, does that cost you any money every month? or? No, the nice, that's why I got it, is it only costs you per transaction. Yeah, it's oh, cool. like a two-something percent. Two-something. It's actually quite reasonable, but yeah, that's, that's bad, why yeah. I got it. So I was just like, well, if I don't have to pay a monthly fee for this and it lets me say I take credit cards, then hey. Yeah, and I might I might pick one of those up then because, you know, I sell stuff. They used to be free, um, actually. If you bought one, if you bought the Square Reader at the store, they credited your account for the cost of the reader itself. Oh, that's neat. I so... actually, I broke it. Uh, I kind of beat the system. <laughs> well, I, I, I broke the system because at the time, um, whenever, whenever those were like still prominent, uh, I was working at Radio Shack, and our employee discount worked for them. So I actually got them at like like sixty percent of the price, right? And then still got the full re- they got the full rebate. So I was actually making a profit by buying them. So and and then I'm sure you guys have seen the the included cable that comes with the with the iPhone Seven and Seven oh, Plus. It boy. Will- plugs into talk the... about throwing their elegant design their their elegant design thing they built their whole reputation on out the fucking window that's it's so like they have one that plugs into the usb port and then the light, have... sorry excuse me the lightning port please oh lightning port sorry mm-hmm. sorry what, <laughs> that whatever. is so important don't you know yeah so it plugs in the lightning port and then you plug your headphone into that it reminds <sighs> me exactly of the ipad that came out and how you charged the fucking stylus. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you it's a just goddamn stick dongle. It inside. Yeah, it's a goddamn dongle. It's it's the it's the stupidest thing. And I'm like, was was anyone complaining? You know, because they're the, well, their their main reason they say they did this out of the other than the fact that of course they control the lightning standard and allows them to sell you you know Apple proprietary shit is you know. Because of course it allows for thinner phones and all this other crap, and I'm like, and 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 it's technically digital audio, but I'm like, one has anyone been has anyone really been saying that their phone is too fat for how many years now? Like, how much friggin' thinner do they need to get? <laughs> yeah. And secondly, like, yeah, it's maybe technically digital audio, but like, but I mean, God most damn people it, Jerry. are they're brave. Oh God! The brave thing made They're me want so to punch brave. something. They're so brave. Fuck you. <laughs> Who said that? And that—that's the thing. I'm just thinking. Oh, did the majority they? of people like they're saying it's digital audio. Well, technically, so are my Bluetooth headphones. But the fact is, 
the like 90% of people who are using headphones on any kind of smartphone are using like sub $50 headphones where you can't, you could never appreciate the difference of a true digital audio input anyway. So like, ah, oh, I don't get it. So, so I think it was a really stupid move. The only thing was if Samsung Galaxy S7s weren't exploding right now, I think Mm -hmm. Apple would have would have gotten way more stick for this than they did. It's sabotage, I tell you. Um, yeah. So here's what I saw too. So you're not going to be getting the new Bluetooth headset with the new iPhones either. Because nope. the new Bluetooth headset that comes with it is $150. Yep. Now, I did see some comparisons online that said, well, they said comparable quality Bluetooth headsets. I don't know how they can say that because no one's touched these things yet. But apparently for the comparable battery life and claimed specs of these things, they're not wholly out of line with the price of third-party ones. They're in and about the same ballpark. But I, here, Here's where the big difference is, though. Um, Apple's uh, AirPods could be like they they could be Sennheiser quality for all I care. Uh-huh. Um, the AirPods, earpods, both of them are some of the most uncomfortable earbuds I have ever worn in my entire life. Heard they this. don't stay in your ears very well because they're too fat. And if you're going to spend $150 on a pair of earbuds that you're going to wear all the time, then why wouldn't you buy ones that aren't shit? <laughs> now, now, you know yeah. who had the most comfortable earbuds I've ever worn? Because I hate earbuds in general. Yeah, that's uh, word. Uh, when I bought my Amazon Fire phone, it it came with earbuds from Amazon, and the, they were great. They're, they're fantastic, actually. Amazon makes surprisingly good uh, electronics yeah. stuff. They, they make surprisingly good, like, everything, pretty much, stuff. that they make. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're, I think it's Amazon Basics line. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend got a laptop bag uh, through them. We actually ordered them. Uh, our, our workplace ordered them. And, like, they are nice laptop bags. And they were, like, 15 or 20 bucks, I think. Oh, and yeah. So uh, the thing that I, I see, too, that people are, are talking about as well is because my, my girlfriend uses Bluetooth uh, earbuds with her uh, her Note 4. And the one thing that I saw a lot of people talking about, though, and Apple thinks this is innovative and it kind of is. But it's the fact as well that the AirPods don't have um, a cable going between them. So it's literally two independent earbuds that you put in your ears that aren't connected in any way. And the first oh, thing mean, everybody like says the, is these things are going to be lost in a matter of that's seconds. What I, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, I would lose that shit like instantly. You're going to lose one of them and then you're going to hate yourself because you'll only lose one. You'll have another one there to remind you of just how stupid you are. But you'll only <laughs> ever lose one. Yeah. And, and also and I'm like, no, I wonder if they're any better than the Samsung ones that came out last year. Yeah. I, uh, I I wonder. I know the Samsung <laughs> ones. Apparently, people said they sounded good, but they the battery life in them wasn't great. These ones are supposed to be a little better. Of course, the better is the advertised battery life, which is never friggin' accurate. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I I have little doubt that there will be at least decent hardware. And oh, yeah. I mean, it, but like Apple doesn't skimp on build quality usually. There no. there are people claiming, you know, as as they're stereotyped to do that Apple basically came up with this whole, you know, ear earbuds that 
they're not connected in the middle. They're just two independent ones. But they, they didn't. No, they one. didn't. Actually, no, no, they never actually, did. They never did. <laughs> they never no. do. But the 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 first ones that I can think of, actually, it wasn't a pair of them. It was a single one. Um, but it, it was one designed very similarly to this, where it fit inside of your ear, and it came with a little charging case. And that was one that Motorola made. The hint. Yeah, and, and they've had a I, bunch of these on Kickstarter recently. Yeah, that too. Um, but the Samsung one comes to mind. There are a bunch of like Chinese-made ones now, um, but some of the more premium audio companies that like to pretend that somehow their sound is better than other companies' sound whenever they're still not charging more than like two hundred bucks. Um, yeah, they, those all exist. So, like, is this? Is it, it's not really gonna make a? It's not really gonna change the market in any appreciable way. I don't think, other than forcing more people to get bluetooth headsets than would have normally right yeah i and and that and that's the thing i i just don't see like i'm sure this phone is going to sell well because it's an iphone and there are a certain number of people who will buy you know who will buy who want to buy a new phone and will always buy an iphone because that's just where they are but i really think this is like iphone sales are slowing and they're finally starting to slow along with every other category apple sells and i i really think this one's just not going to set the world on fire i think this one will do fine but apple shareholders don't tolerate fine before, before, so. before we move on to the next thing, uh, I just want to say, like, I know that my old car, my new car has Bluetooth, so if I got a new iPhone, I'd be able to use it just fine. But mm-hmm. with my old car, the only way I could connect my, something like a phone to the system was via a 3.5 millimeter jack, which technically I yep. could do with the iPhone 7, but I couldn't charge it at the same fucking time. Nope. Well, well, I'm sure all kinds on, of third parties will come out with, you know, even uglier Y adapters that will do both well, the Oh, USB I'm sure they're going the to, mill. but... There's, yeah. there's that, and also there are... I know there's there at least there's at least one that it uh, it plugs in through the, through the lightning jack, and it outputs a 3.5 cable uh, from the charger. Oh, okay. So I mean, you can do that. There will and be it, ways to do it, I'm sure. But it's yeah, the same sure, thing, yeah. yeah. Like I, my the stereo that came in my current car only had 3.5 mil, and I, well, I broke the jack, so I replaced it with one that does do Bluetooth. But yeah, that was that was the same thing. Like there are a lot of it, getting a, a stereo in your car that does Bluetooth as opposed to 3.5 is only the become normal in the last couple of years. Yeah, right. it's. It, it, there's mm-hmm. there's going to be workarounds, and Apple's going to use the excuse that they're pushing the market forward. But I mean, mm-hmm. in, in reality, uh, they're just kind of doing something to, as uh, several articles have pointed out, uh, make themselves more money. Yeah. Because yeah. keep in mind now that unless they make a Bluetooth version of the headset, every pair of headphones that that is wired is going to have to go through Apple for. Yeah. Uh, Unless, yeah. you know, they're, of course, they're the unlicensed Chinese things that might explode on your head. But um, aside from those, they're, they're going to have to be approved by Apple before they get made, which means that Apple's going to take a cut of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes Apple has legitimately pushed the market forward. But in this case, they have run out of made. The problem is, is that it's the same reason everybody at the same time got into the smartwatch category. They've run out of ways to 
really innovate on phones. So they're trying to do this incremental thing and make it sound more impressive than it is. And yeah, right. That's, and they, but and that's they, their way. And they did release a, they did announce that they're going to be releasing a new Apple watch, the Apple watch two. And there's, this one's actually <laughs> waterproof. So uh, it has Rowan, all the features yeah. of my Android wear smartwatch that was made in early 2015. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think. Oh yes. Use, also, yeah. that's the other thing. The iPhone, uh, the iPhone Seven is now also uh, water resistant, which the Galaxy S Seven already was. But to be fair, they sometimes explode. So. Hey, hey. No, that it, was only the Note. The Note's oh, the only one that. Yeah. Explodes. The the Note Seven was not fire resistant. So yeah, they forgot yeah. to check. They forgot to check and make sure it wouldn't explode in people's cars. Oh, okay. It's that's right. It's the note that explodes, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they did announce that the Apple Watch Two is coming out. It's going to have all the features that Aroa spoke about. Uh, what well, that's on his Apple or his a uh, Samsung Wear, isn't it? Or Android Wear? No, my, and Android Wear. Android Mine Wear. is a, a Sony Smartwatch Three. Okay. Um, and yeah, it. It's waterproof, has GPS. I believe Pokemon is coming out for it. Yeah, yes, which it that's is. already been data mined that the same features are coming out on Android Wear. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, very similar to how the other big announcement of this thing was Nintendo announced a Super Mario Runner game is coming to iOS, but it was very quickly revealed later. Yeah, yeah. and Android shortly after. <laughs> well, we're going to yeah. talk about that in just a second. So uh, <laughs> okay. the Apple the Apple Watch 2 starts out at $369 for the aluminum sport <laughs> version that has uh, GPS and waterproofing, or you can get the Apple Watch Series 1 for $269. How much did you pay for your... Uh, your Android Wear one, hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, so Pokemon yeah. Go. Uh, anybody still playing that? I know I'm I not. Once I never did. So yeah, uh, it's coming out for the fucking watch. I don't know why it's coming out for the watch. It sounds it's retarded. The, um, it's the you remember the little armband that they were going to start selling that they're supposed to start selling later this month. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, blue, yeah. Blue Bluetooth it's gadget. That. Yeah. It's, it, it's all the functionality that that thing has, except you have a screen to go with it. So you can actually see what you caught. Oh, okay. It's just so you don't have to walk around with your phone out all the time. It'll, well, it'll honestly yeah. probably actually get me to wear my Android wear watch. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, yeah, that's I, a, yeah, I don't know. I mean the friggin yeah. I mean the way Pokemon goes player base is falling off a cliff like pretty much exactly like I thought it would. I wonder if anyone really cares about this, but if the people who are still playing it, I'm sure will. I doubt any of them will buy an Apple Watch for it, but who knows. Right. Um, well, Mario and Mario is finally coming to the App Store as well as a uh, endless runner. Well, it's you not know, an kinda, endless runner. It looks all right. I don't know. I'll try it. It's not uh, it's not an endless runner. It's a uh, it's more akin to the Rayman game that came out in like 2013, 2014. Um, and those were good, actually. Yeah, yeah like, those, those like, were actually pretty good games. Like, I, I'm not saying mm. it's a bad thing. Like, it, it's Mario, so it's probably going to be very good. But it's still a Mario game coming out for the iOS, and it, I'm presuming it'll come out for Android, uh, Google Play at some point. It, it is coming out for Android. That's been confirmed. Okay, cool. I think Apple has a very short exclusivity on it, but it is coming to Android later. Nice. Yep. Like everything um, else. Our, it is a paid app. 
rather than I, th- a freemium. I think that's good. Yeah, yes. I think it's good too. I I prefer if I can like I don't like if you have to pay and then have do microtransactions like to get pro- to progress through the game. But if they make it so you can progress just fine without paying a dime, then then that's fine. With little that's probably fine by me, yeah. they'll probably have like XP incentives and stuff, but so are are you guys gonna get this game on your Android devices? You know, I'll probably wait for some impressions about it. Uh, but if it's good and it's relatively inexpensive, yeah, I'll grab it. It'll be a good time waste. Do a do a PXA peaks on it. Yeah, I could. Well, no, well, no, it's Nintendo, which means they'll claim it. Yep, <laughs> that's true. That's you so have a valid that. point. <laughs> you know, I haven't. Uh, I did a Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, I guess that's not owned by Nintendo, though. I did a, a impression uh, no, it, it, of that. It's, it's made by a developer that Nintendo owns. Oh, but, okay. See, uh, I did an impression of that. I didn't claim to go after certain stuff on YouTube. They don't tend to go after everything, but I suspect that this Mario thing will be one of them. But who yeah, knows? I, I think that their main franchises are what they go after. And so, like, you know, Zelda, Mario, stuff like that. Uh, any of the smaller stuff like Monster Hunter, if that's Monster Hunter 3, I think, Ultimate or whatever was on the Wii U. I don't think they went after any of that. I do find it funny. They gave, uh, do either of you watch The Completionist at all? I know nope. him, but I haven't. I don't watch him, no. Yeah. So they did, like, he got a review copy of, uh, was it the one of the Zelda games, like the Four Swords of one of the Zelda games or Mario games or something, he got a review copy of it from Nintendo. And then Nintendo put a copyright claim on his account. Naturally. <laughs> it's like fucking stupid. So, and Apple Pay. Uh, we were speaking about those little square readers earlier. Um, Apple Pay made a brief appearance at the show. Did any of you... Oh, uh, NFC. They're They're allowing NFC now, I guess. Maybe. What? Well, technically, Apple Pay, I think, used NFC, but it was their own protocol. But now I guess they're just going to allow it to do straight NFC. Oh, I don't remember what you're talking about. No, it says here, Apple Pay made a brief appearance. Apple Pay has slowly been taking over the world. Right. And the latest no, related news. It hasn't. <laughs> this is this is from probably a very Mac uh, centric place. Digital. Oh, trends. sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Was it from The Verge? No. Yeah. Uh, let me read this and the latest news is that it'll be coming to Japan of course in order to do that Apple has to jump through a few hoops you see they don't really use NFC technology in Japan instead they use a technology called Felicia oh yeah it's just a different communications protocol okay with different in many ways really not not that different but okay to get around this apple basically shipping a different version of the iphone to japan as the rest of the world the japanese iphone will ship with felicia support that's what that's what uh and they're updating ios mac os and watch os it seems and i think they're updating the tv os as well Presumably. So, uh, yeah, you'd think so. Whatever. It's basically the same thing. Like, they're making Siri a little bit better. Uh, let me see if there's anything. Uh, Mac OS Sierra will be, will be available to Mac owners starting September 20th. Um, 
Last but not least, watchOS 3 will be available on September 13 alongside the iOS 10. So they didn't really go into detail of what's different. So I'm presuming nothing. Oh, nothing they, they talked different. about no, they talked about that at WWDC. Oh, okay, okay, earlier, yeah, much yeah, earlier this year. So are either of you guys going to be getting the new iPhone 7 or 7 Plus? <laughs> not unless I start making a lot more money. If so, someone gave me one, sure. But uh, when I finally decide to upgrade this Nexus Five, it'll be to another Android. Would you actually want to get the iOS or, or uh, I'm sorry, the uh, iPhone Aroa? I, I mean, we've been over this. If well, there's there's the fact that it's way too expensive, and also there are caveats here and there. It's not waterproof. Yeah, it is. No, it's water. Well, it says it's water resistant. It's IP67, which is more than enough. Okay. And yeah, you can't you can't like go swimming with it, but you can I think you can like drop it in a puddle and it'd be fine, right? You can take it. I think it's I think 67 is 1 meter yeah. underwater for Oh, water. okay. That's, so you yeah. could go swimming with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's um like you it could it's, technically but don't do it. Don't go It's this it. it's the same thing that my current phone is, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh the the S7 is IP68, I think, which yeah. I mean it's obviously preferable, but if they fixed like the the two main things about iOS that I don't like, which are well the, the main thing is that I can't change my default apps. Um Really, that that's that's about it. If I if I could just use Google Maps instead of Apple Maps, I'd probably be an iPhone user if I could. You afford can it. use Google Maps, but it's not your default thing. Exactly, that's the problem. Like, I want to be able to go, "Hey Siri, use Google Maps to navigate me here." I'm yeah. afraid I can't let you do that, Aroa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so once they let me do that, or like you know, well, no, I would say that once a jailbreak allowed me to to do that and the jailbreak was available more consistently but i that's too much of a workaround honestly the main yeah. reason that i like the iphone is because i don't have to root it to make it work well and i do on every other android phone uh, i see i but i i put up with it on android because mm-hmm. i can do more with it yeah i i do like android a lot more than apple just because of the open nature of it rather than being confined to apple and their monopoly that they're trying to create yeah Yeah. see i don't i don't really care because like i would like it if my phone could mirror notifications to my pc and i could respond to messages from you know my laptop or whatever because i run an osx on my on my laptop well you can i think there are i mean you have to get into the program but there are programs you can do that with and i believe that you can yeah they suck huge cock oh have you tried them (laughs) well then (laughs) okay They're they're bad unless you want to pay like I think AirDroid was like ten bucks a month or something like that, and I'm sorry, it's no, it's not happening. What, what about um? I know that there's Hangouts on, like you can use Hangouts as your messaging app. Yep, but it doesn't bring SMS over to the PC side. Why not? No, well, no, yeah, but that doesn't really matter a whole lot for me because. Uh, I use Telegram for most of my. I don't. I don't really. I think the only person I text is my mom. That's about it. But being able to get all my other notifications on PC, which I think Windows 10 is supposed to be able to do that. Now that I think about it, um, maybe. I, yeah. I think that was part of the university uh, university update anniversary update. Maybe. Um, yeah. 
but I can't get that on my PC, so I don't. It it just doesn't install right. So, mm. you know. Yeah, it, I there there are a lot of things here and there. Oops, there are a lot of things here and there that uh, that I don't like about iOS, but there there are a lot of things I do like about it, and I like iPhones. I like the way that they're designed. I like that iOS is more developed by people. Um, there, there yeah. is there is something to be said about Apple being the only people that release iPhones. Yep. So, I mean, there's the the big thing is that they make all the money, like all the money, <laughs> and that's all most people care about. Well, yeah, and they. Um, you know, and and so when they charge the the problem is they also they make all the money, but they charge you know more than what you're gonna pay for a comparable Android phone. Yep. So that's bad. But they also basically get to say, okay, this is a feature that we're gonna have in this phone, and it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a decent feature, and everything yeah, but... everything resolves revolves around their same design philosophy. Yeah, so, which means that they can put something like 3D Touch on their phone, and it's actually something that people could design for if they wanted to. But um, they don't. It doesn't appear that most people do. Just uh, like 64, just like 64-bit processing, that was supposed to be all the rage two years ago, and nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like I didn't even understand that at the time because, like, the iPhone still only has three gigs of RAM. Right. Like why do you need a 64-bit processor? I guess it, it allows for some extra things, but overall, I think the big draw of 64-bit is that, you know, you can have 8 gigs of RAM in a phone and it'll work. Yeah. But, yeah. Nope. I don't know. Yeah, the, they, they did it with the Raspberry Pi 3 as well. They have the Raspberry Pi 3 as a 64-bit processor with a gig of RAM. Yeah, I don't I don't really get that. Maybe that's something that somebody more into programming would understand than me. But uh, also, I don't know if you guys have looked at the uh, supposed benchmarks for the uh, iPhone. Is it seven? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Um, it actually is better than my laptop. Oh, is it? In multi-core processing. It is nice. better than, huh. I, I think I have a 2640 uh, Intel processor. Nice. And it, okay. it outperforms that uh, just very slightly, which yeah. is insane. Well, the, course, and the one thing that's interesting, too, is even if you go on, like, the Android subreddits or, or things like that, you know, places that would normally be very, you know, real Apple hate circle jerk, the one thing that these places will always compliment them on is they say that the Apple A-series mobile processors bury most of what's available for Android right now. Like compared to Qualcomm and a lot of those other ones, they say Apple is light years away of most of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only CPU that I can, th well, SOC that I can think of that will usually beat iPhone processors is Samsung's own uh, Exonus. Oh. Yeah, the hex. Yeah, the eight core behemoth. Yeah, chip. yeah. But they don't use those in America. Oh no, why, and why not? there's almost no software that uses them either. So yeah, it's they're um, another they're another largely pointless thing. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Exonus is used purely in international versions of it, and I think that's just because um, the LTE radio is outside of the SOC. But Qualcomm doesn't make like a. They don't make an international 
uh, LTE radio or something like that. That or at least the one they put in like the eight o or the eight hundred series and whatnot isn't. So like it makes more sense for Samsung to do that. Something like that. In so any case, can we can we talk just a little bit before we go of how stupid Intel was for when Apple came years upon years ago went to Intel and said, hey, we want you to design, we're making a phone, we want you to design the processor for this iPhone thing that we're going to make. And (laughs) Intel was like, no, that seems dumb. (laughs) And And then Intel years later tried to get into mobile processors and flubbed the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yep. And Intel I'm... basically bailed out on mobile processors because they're like, yep, we lost this to, to Apple and ARM. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, uh, we can't figure it out. We don't get, how do you make it use so little power? <laughs> yeah. We don't get it. Yeah. We, may, we put computers in machines where that have big batteries or wall outlets to drive them. We we're, we're, still, we're still better than AMD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's it's it's pretty funny how badly they they uh they they bombed that out. But man, do, do you still have your stock in AMD? I don't. Oh which, man, it's up to six six fifty now. Six forty nine. Last I checked. It's. I mean, it's it's getting there. But like, I don't know if you've have you seen like the the not leaked info, but the the marketing stuff that they've put out for the new zen. new architecture the zen um like yeah looking looking at it if they can keep the same price level that they've been doing lately they're probably if they don't beat intel they'll be matching intel at that which point. is good like we need yeah. competition. no we need for god's sakes we need competition in cpus yeah. they're finally starting to give nvidia competition at least in the in, in the mainstream sector now in gpus now we really need cpu competition again i yeah. really hope they i hope they can land it i really do hopefully would, they yeah. don't blow up motherboards with the new cpu architecture though the only yeah. problem I have with <laughs> the only problem I have with AMD, uh, from a personal standpoint, is that they use a lot of power for all their stuff. See, like, I'm I am totally cool with that because it means that they it means that they can they can gear themselves towards the enthusiast crowd anyway, right? Because mm-hmm. they can they can have a high thermal cap. And and just be like, yeah, well, it's fucking, it's got eight cores on the son of a bitch. What do you want? You know, yeah, because they can't. Do and and, and they they're kind of figuring that out too. Like the new Radeon series are a lot cooler and more efficient. And apparently Zen is supposed to be as well. Like they've managed to figure out how to good cram good power into it without it needing a small reactor to run it. Yeah, yeah. I think the the one the stuff that I saw, um, I think it had a base clock rate of over four gigahertz and like the boost clock rate was 4.8 or something like that yeah which on and that's with a stop cooler so i mean it's going to be air cooled, and that's crazy and that's not even their enthusiast but like that's their that's their their upper end desktop grade cpu so yeah i i do hate um intel stock cooler that comes with the processors it's i just hate that they, they they've been focusing almost exclusively on the laptop segment and for low power stuff. They're they're making themselves their their shit more efficient. But I don't give a damn about efficiency. Like I want I want to see like fifty percent better 
better processing speed. Yeah. But they can't they can't seem to figure that out. So instead they're just focusing entirely on let's shove a better GPU in there that's still garbage <laughs> and and then let, let's make it more power efficient. And like that's that's great for people that buy Surface tablets and and you know MacBooks or whatever. But look, but I don't yeah, care. But look at like the new uh the new graphics cards, my 970 versus the 1070 that I have now, there's a 60% difference. 50 yeah, and, 60% it's, and the difference. die is even smaller. Yeah. I think. It's like, like yeah. I, whatever in, NVIDIA is doing, they're fucking crazy. So they need to start making CPUs. What they need to start doing. I don't know if they're geared for that. They probably yeah, that's know. a whole other That's a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> I know. I so, mean, they they, tr- they tried that with the Tegra series, and like their their CPU performance is garbage compared to their their mobile GPU stuff. Yeah, but that's that's a whole different ball game. Basically, they have they haven't spent years, you know, designing it like Intel has. Hopefully, exactly. uh, with AMD coming up and actually starting to push the envelope for what they can do, uh, maybe that'll drive Intel to actually start making everything, you know, a little faster because, like. Your you have a sixty seven hundred uh, K right uh, parallax subtraction. Yeah, yeah, I do. So I had a forty seven ninety K. I now have a forty seven ninety, but I had a forty seven ninety K, which ran at four gigahertz. What is your what's the speed on your processor? Uh, well, it's clocked right now at four point six. I want to say it is stock. It is four point oh. That's yeah. See, that's not like a difference at all. Like, you can't. Uh, sure, well, they've been making it more efficient, and yours runs it, better than mine. But, yeah. but that's not making things faster. Like, it's you're you're gonna have a it little bit faster. Yeah, you're gonna have things a little bit faster just because you have, um, better coding on it, basically. But you're not pushing the envelope and making it faster like we had you know 20 years ago where everything was just increasing in speed and everything so well, they're starting to run out of things they can do to make cpus faster like eventually like they're starting to hit the ceiling on what manufacturing will allow so yeah and they haven't really been putting more cores in anything either like well, that's that, that's where we're going to run into we have to abandon x86 Oh, yeah, yeah. we have. And I don't know. And that is going to be a friggin that is going to be a fun time. (laughs) We should have done it 10 years ago, but. Oh, yeah, it should have been done a long time ago. No one wanted to do it. And now we kind of have to. And everyone's like, oh, God. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. um, that's what allows arm to run it, you know, to run at the capacity that it does. That's why we have an iPhone now that runs better than my Sandy Bridge laptop. Yes. Because ARM went, well, we'll just strip out all the stuff that we don't actually need. And that's the problem. ARM had the freedom because it was essentially a new a new platform. ARM had the freedom to just throw everything out and uh, you know they didn't have to worry about legacy compatibility. So they just went, well (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately I mean ultimately what that you know in theory, I mean this is getting into futurist territory here, but in theory eventually maybe what they could do is if they do want to do a new CPU architecture and can just make it raw powerful enough, you could technically just emulate the x86 layer if you had to. If you had enough raw juice to do it, you could make that viable. Yeah. 
just you know, go which to the might guys, hold over for the transition, but <laughs> yeah, go to the guys who are making wine and that's, wine's <laughs> here perfect. are here's billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, for us, would you? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to we're going to close out now. Thank yeah, you for being here. Uh, about an hour and a half. No, an hour and 20 minutes. Not bad. That's not so bad. Yeah. That's uh, not so bad. Parallax Abstraction, where can we find you physically? What's your address? Somewhere, somewhere in Canada. Somewhere in Canada. Okay. Somewhere in Canada. Yeah, it's it's easy enough. There's not much up here, really. So yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on the internet at uh, geekbravado.com is where you can find links to all off to all my other stuff. Um, Probably going to have a review of Mother Russia Bleeds going up there soon, as well as some other things. Uh, So you can find me there. And uh, yeah, on Twitch and YouTube, I'm at PX Abstraction. Signed up for Beam, but I haven't started using it yet. Um, You're but, on my um, team. Yeah, I hope to give that a shot at some point, though. So, And what about you, Oro? Where can we find you? Uh, I got that, uh, what is it, Twitch? I got a Twitch at Oro1337. I'm still debating whether to use Twitch or Beam. I'm starting to think maybe, maybe it would be better to like do a combo. You know? That's, I'm doing both of them. So that's what I'd like to do ultimately too. Yeah, just, just to, I, to get the best of both worlds. I think I think it would be good to like use Twitch for most streaming, and then if I have something that relies on interactivity, yeah. using Beam for that. Yeah, exactly. See, I have an um, unlimited internet, and with you know ten megabytes up, so I'm I'm able to. Well, it. yeah, if you can do yeah. both at once, well, then... Yeah, you know, I have the bandwidth for it. It's just the ability to encode both while also recording a VOD. That's the tricky part, but... Oh, uh, yeah, because I don't record VODs, really, so... Yeah, so I have that extra layer of crazy, but... I have enough extra computers, I could do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I've got... I got a beam. I don't remember what if it's a roa or what. Yeah, just a roa, just a roa. Well, there you go. You uh, got in early enough. Twitter at uh, a roa. You know, uh, and YouTube, got a Facebook page. Oh yeah, or YouTube at a row one three three seven. You have a Facebook you know. page? Yeah, I got a Facebook page. Oh, it's, it's a row of entertainment. It's uh, <laughs> I, sh- I shit post on there every once in a while. You know. So did, did you? Uh, did you never know that? Uh, that's where I got my the name of my website is from Aroa. I, I think yeah. you mentioned that to me once <clears throat> before. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yeah. it was it was me being as lazy as possible. Yep, <laughs> with the creation of my site. So I I chose Written Entertainment because that was mocking or taking parody from uh Roa Entertainment. And then I took the old sign that we, or the old, old logo that we had for uh There Be Geeks, which was another website I worked on years ago. And I it said there be, and then I crossed out and I put written underneath. That was actually nice. like genuinely funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really clever because anybody who was actually going to be watching you at that point in time would have remembered that you were on there be geeks. Yeah. So, and, and I had pretty... my, I had friends that were like, it looks so shitty. It's just like you drew an X and put your name underneath. And I'm like, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that is. That's, that's the, the joke. joke. <laughs> so, uh, so that was my that was my inspiration. So uh, a row entertainment on Facebook. You have a Tumblr, don't you? Um, well, it exists. Oh yeah, I have that music blog, but it cross posts to my Facebook page. So honestly, um, you know, if if you actually give a shit about anything that I do, 
Twitter, no. Twitter and Facebook. Twitter and Facebook go on there. Yeah. Because everything cross posts to one or the other. So. Yeah, I just follow you on Twitter. Um, you don't tweet enough. You need to tweet more. Uh, and then you can find me at Reeton on Twitter. I do not have a Facebook page, but I do have a Twitch and Beam. Uh, both of them are the same, just Reeton. You can also find me on YouTube at Reeton because I have no creativity. Uh, yeah, so you can find me all those places. Thank you guys for being here today. Mm-hmm. Aroa? Aroa? Huh? Thank you, thank you for being here. No problem. Join the Lucky Star <laughs> fan club, by the way. I don't even know what that. Oh, what? What's the Lucky Star fan club? That's. Um, Am I part of that I, already? I forgot that. Uh, uh, that's kind of what I what I think I'm going to start making all the communities that I make from now on. I'm going to start. Call, I'm going to make it the Lucky Star fan club because uh, it's a it's an in joke from whenever I still played. Uh, I think it was Guns of Icarus. Is that what it was called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we had a clan on there that was called the Lucky Star Fan Club because I'd I'd go into games and I'd be like, hey, "You guys like Lucky Star?" <laughs> nice. Konata is my waifu. So that was uh, I have a PS4 community called the Lucky Star Fan Club that random people have joined because they genuinely like Lucky Star. <laughs> and I, keep, <laughs> I have to be like, this this community has absolutely nothing to do with Lucky Star. Just so you know, but yeah. So, so, so question. Yep. Uh, have you watched Lucky Star? I've seen maybe like four or five episodes. I've I've watched more clips than I have watched the actual show. Like I've I've seen the the Timote clip. Um, I've seen the one where they're like, "Which end do you do you start eating at? Which one's the head of the little chocolate thingy?" Oh, like. And if, you probably have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about because you don't watch like any anime, do you? Uh, I like some anime. Like I, I like you know Full Metal Alchemist, Dragon Ball, like you know the generic, yeah, main, mainstream stuff. I'm ninety percent sure. Like, like if it's not, I'd be very surprised. But Lucky Star is like adapted from a manga that's like a comic strip, basically. Oh, okay. So they're they're just they're very short comedy slice of life segments that are just kind of loosely strewn together using the same characters. Do you know what my favorite anime is? Um, Boku no Pico. No, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, that's 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 a that's a good meme. Good, good meme. <laughs> I, I always say I, I'm that. I'm a fan of Corey in the house myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I say that because uh, there are a lot of people I knew that would get very upset if you said that. And like it, it has similar art style and similar story development and stuff. No, it, that it's, it's drawing from the anime art yeah. style. It was part of that, that fad yeah, where there were american animation studios that were going let's just copy anime yeah and so in my brain i consider it an anime and in japan they would consider it an anime because anything that is animated over in japan is anime yep so pretty much any of it the the saying that that's if so if um japan came sorry i'm my brain, I have ADHD. I don't know if you knew that. So my brain just jumps around a lot. Um, I, I, what? I, I don't think we need to explain what anime is. Well, no, I was going to say, if in Japan, 
you, they made something that was like The Simpsons, and they brought it over here, would it be a cartoon or would it be called anime? That depends on uh, whether or not you're talking to a weeaboo. Yeah, that's that's very true. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. I will talk to you guys next week, possibly, maybe. Uh, I think Parallax has to go walk his dog. Yes, I do. All right. Bye. See you later. 9-11. <laughs>